0: Hello, and welcome back to Future Prairie Radio, where marginalized artists explore the future through the lens of the arts, humanities, and culture. I'm your host, Joni Whitworth, and this is Season 4, Episode 15, That's Larger Than Me, with Darren Todd.
1: The future is definitely just what you make it. Keep the sponge of your mental creativity wet.
0: Darren Todd is an artist and musician from California, now living in Oregon. When he moved up to Oregon, he joined an independent artist collective called It's Future Time. That's a lot like my artist collective called Future Prairie. So I knew I had to talk to him. He spoke with us about his process of unearthing buried black histories and expressing through art and letting go of expectations throughout the creative process. Darren recently painted a 42 foot mural on Haight Avenue in Portland. If you're in the area, I hope you get a chance to check it out. Here's Darren.
1: I'm Darren Todd. Uh, I was born and raised in Santa Barbara, Lompoc, California. Um, And I relocated here to Portland, Oregon in 2017 to join a music collective called It's Future Time. Uh, Together with a bunch of creative people, uh, I've just been picking up a bunch of skills in art and music and building a really awesome network of people in town that's really helped me be able to launch myself uh, as an artist this year. So I started this business called Art Larger Than Me, where my goal really is to just make art that's bigger than me, literally, because I'm pretty short, or that is more meaningful than, you know, just doodles and um, effects change in people. Um, and people's mentalities. I'm a, I'm a black guy, <laughs> I'm a trans-identified artist, but that's pretty much it, yeah, that's me. Well, well, from the past, I mean, I feel like one of the highlights has been the Piano Push Play project that I did earlier this uh, season, where I got to paint a piano that was donated to the project. And then it's out in the city right now. I think it's about to move over to Northeast uh, Kirby and Skidmore, like right on the corner there that's actually next to a mural that I painted back in March. That was a fun project. I got to put like Black Lives Matter and Black Joy Matters and like hide some little messages in there um, and use some of my favorite color palettes. And when I was working on the piano, um, I got to work at it at ADX Studio in Southeast Portland. And all the people there were so awesome and accommodating that I just decided to like start renting studio space there. It's all been like one thing leads to another E, which is awesome. But definitely the piano is a big key art project from this recent few months. And then I guess right now I'm working on um, a big mural. It's a 42-foot mural. It's around the corner from the first one uh, in Northeast Portland on Haight Street. Um, that just documents the like some of the Black history from the neighborhood that a lot of people don't hear about and you definitely don't get taught about in school Um, so it's been awesome to design that and work with the homeowners who commissioned me to try to get a design that they feel is you know dynamic and educational and it's been a challenge but fun and so to be out there now actually painting is like excellent Um, I took a break today but that's the that's the current project for now and a bunch of other stuff the one I'm working it's 42 feet by five feet so yeah 42 feet long it's pretty long Yeah, I mean, colors wise, I definitely always lean towards kind of uh, like a bright primary pattern with a lot of like pastels. Um, And I tried to make all the colors for the entire mural kind of flow together and kind of overlap. I actually found some historical images from the Oregon Historical Society when I was researching that neighborhood that gave me a lot of the um, like the components and the characters and the scenes that I use in the mural are taken straight from those photographs that I found. So that it's like, I, I don't know, it was cool. The project almost designed itself. I really was just the hand that like did the clicking. But design wise, the first picture that I found is from 19 in the 1960s. And it's like a black women's organization that got Uh, over a million dollar grant from the government to beautify the neighborhood and they used it on that neighborhood and they planted cherry trees and they fixed homes. And it was kind of something that was unheard of in that time. Um, And 10 years later, I found some information about people who organized to protest the building of the Emanuel Hospital in that area of Portland and how the people who were responsible for getting that project built Um, didn't do anything to hire poor people who needed jobs or Black people who needed employment. Um, They were just kind of shut out of that entire operation. Um, So that was protested. And then 10 years after that, there was a middle school, Harriet Tubman Middle School, that was predominantly Black that was voted by the school board to be closed. And Black united front leaders organized a lot of protests to try to get that not to happen because it would force middle schoolers to have to bus, you know, all the way across Portland to be integrated into other schools. And then I, I found some other things, but a lot of things in the 90s were pointing to the gentrification of Portland heavily. And so I wanted to try to capture that by, you know, I painted like a big Portland style house um, with a black family in front. And there's a panel about current times where we're, we as in the people that have been marching and protesting, Uh, are like crossing the St. John's Bridge. And then we get smaller and smaller and smaller. And then on the other panel, the final panel, we like come out of the forest, like in what we envision is the future where we come together and we are like led by people who are queer, we're led by people who are black and there's inclusivity and there's safe spaces made and there's work being done to create the world that we wanna see. Yeah, it's a big conceptual project that I don't always get a chance to work on a lot of my art is super abstract so it was it's fun and challenging I'm really enjoying it yeah I mean I've always had kind of a like a weird obsession with like the future or like what's going to happen or even just the phrase future like it is a funny coincidence all the things in my life that have lined up that have the the idea of the future being attached to them but that's always been something that I've been interested in is like the fact that we go through life and we just don't know I say this to people and they're like well yeah but like I wouldn't want to know what every day holds because then I wouldn't want to go through every day and like that makes sense but part of me is like yeah but it would be nice to get like kind of (laughs) kind of like one reassurance or something but I mean I don't know it also is what you make it I've been saying this a lot in the last two months because my life is kind of like honestly just exploding in a positive way but literally just exploding and I've just been like every day feeling like this must be a dream that I'm definitely just gonna like wake up from. And it makes me realize like the future is definitely just what you make it. Yeah, there's fate. And like, there's a lot of things that are outside of your control. And every action doesn't always have an equal and opposite reaction, necessarily. But then sometimes you like look back over the years, and you just see some of the threads and you start to understand like, huh, I was kind of pointing myself in this direction. It's crazy to see how far down this road I've been able to come. I write a lot of my songs from the perspective of like, I'm writing to my future self who like is gonna be like facing hardship or feeling despondent. And if I like, if my future self hears my past self say like, no, don't give up. You're like only one more step away. I know like it'll be the encouragement that I need to push forward. So a lot of my songs are written from that perspective. I mean, in the hopes that that inspires other people to be motivated too. But a lot of futurism in what I write. And of course, in my, in my art, especially in the more abstract stuff, you can, I mean, you can kind of like divine whatever you would want when you look at it. But there was um, a series that I did this year when I first started painting uh, that was just about kind of like the end of the world, like an apocalyptic style. Having no idea that the world as we know it kind of is, it kind of was going to end and change with Corona and just everything that's happened this year. So, definitely heavy future past and time and space and all of that. I just hope for like a positive outcome for the rest of my life. And, you know, the people that come after me, um, I don't really have a lot of control over that. And so like thinking about that sometimes stresses me out. So then I try to break it down to like, okay, for me, I mean, uh, I'm just super thankful for everything that I have and have been able to do. And all the people that have been able to meet while doing it, um, so, I mean, all I can hope is I get to continue doing that every day. I definitely have, like, goals and smaller things, but in a in a bigger sense, I kind of just want to continue to feel, like, satisfied by the work that I do. Um, and, I mean, I, I recognize that that's rare, so I'm super thankful to just have that. A lot of things that spark me to stay consistent and stay creating have to do with, like, pushing past the line of comfortability. But... Um, for me, it's like, uh, making sure to like, keep a balance outside of just creativity like, like I find it's really hard to be creative if I know there's other things in my life that I'm not taking care of or neglecting. Um, or. I find it easier to be creative when I like know that I am taking care of things. It's probably a better way to p- to look at it. Like there's less of a block there. Um, and then on a practice level, like for my creative practice, I honestly just try to like take away um, the comparison and the expectations. Like it's hard to find the balance between studying art and the artists c- that have come before us for inspiration and for learning and like to like make yourself better. And then um, going too far and just like taking, 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 soaking up and not having a voice that's your own. Keep the sponge of your mental creativity wet so that there's like not infinite room to just soak up everything. Keeping it wet means practicing consistently and like letting go of the expectation that your practices have to be excellent. Like I have this panel in my room that I just like paint over, paint over, paint over, paint over. Last thing I painted on there was like a bunch of thumbs. It's super ugly and really freaks me out, but I keep it because it's like reminds me, like okay, I can paint something that doesn't go anywhere. That's okay. Like practicing for practice's sake is super important.
0: You can follow Darren's work on Instagram at. it's future time. And on his other handle, art larger than me. This is the end of season four for us. I'm sending you so much energy and warmth and resilience to pull you through this year into the next phase of your life, or whatever creative endeavor you are embarking upon. I hope you know, you can always find creative community and connections and financial support by reaching out to us here at Future Prairie. Thank you so much again for listening to and supporting our work. This episode was sponsored by the Oregon Arts Commission, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Multnomah County Cultural Coalition, the Kenton Action Plan, North Portland Community Works, and the Oregon Cultural Trust. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. The episode was written and produced by me, Joni Whitworth, and edited by Matt Larimer. The music for this episode was written and produced by Standing On End. Check them out at standingonend.bandcamp.com or on Instagram at standingonend. If you have any questions or feedback about the show, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out at futureprairie.com or on social media at Future Prairie. Thanks so much.